It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me, and this is going to be a really amazing show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I usually do this every single week. I've mentioned on my show that I have a book coming out very soon called Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers, which features some of the best interviews from the show. One of my favorites, which is featured in the book, is Jack Canfield, who wrote The Success Principles, Getting from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. One of the questions I asked him was why the law of attraction doesn't seem to work for everyone. He gave three answers, but my favorite response was that we have to be operating on the same frequency of the thing that we are asking for. If you are asking for something wonderful to happen, but you are asking from a place of sadness and depression, you won't receive what you want. However, if you are asking from a place of happiness, joy, and gratitude, you'll be operating on the same frequency of the wonderful thing that you are asking for, and now it can attract you that much more easily. And I love that because it makes such good sense. Again, you can order that book on Amazon or at your favorite retailer, Barnes & Nobles or wherever. And again, the book is called Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers, coming out April 3rd. With all this in mind, I want to introduce my guest, and my guest this week is the returning guest. His name is Scott Sorrell. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Scott Sorrell is one of America's top sales trainers. He is known as Mr. Charge Higher Prices because he specializes in teaching how to get to the top of your customer's price range and stay there. Scott is the founder of the company Sales Adrenaline, which provides sales training and success coaching to some of the world's top companies, including Cisco Systems, BMW, Century 21, Canon, Mutual, Washington Mutual, 3M, New York Life, and many others. Scott is presented to audience in the U.S., Europe, Mexico, and Canada, and has shared the speaking platform with Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen, Roger Dawson, Les Brown, Jim Rohn, Nito Cobain, and so many others. And Scott's clients achieve documented sales increase when they learn the secrets of charging higher prices, the power of persuasion, selling on value, not price, and professional negotiating strategies. We will talk about so much on the show today, and I'm so excited to have my very special guest returning once again, Scott Sorrell. How are you, Scott? Fantastic, Brian. Can't wait for this time together. I'll tell you, I've been looking forward to this for several weeks since we decided to set this up. Yeah, I know me your too. audience. I know your audience of uh, entrepreneurs, uh, students, uh, lots of people who are looking for you know improving success in their life, not just in business, but all around. And Absolutely. I'll tell you, you you provide some amazing things. I mean, talking about Jack Canfield, there, God, one one of the legends, my favorites. I mean, amazing, yeah. amazing man. Yeah, he was such a great guest, and he gave a really fantastic testimonial when we were done, too. So I would be so glad to have him back on the show. So he was fantastic for sure. So, Scott, let me ask. The first thing I normally ask my guest is about their background, their backstory. How did you get started? Maybe some of the things you overcame, and how did you get to where you are right now? And we'll discuss this for the first segment. Well, Brian, you know, the, the, 
I, I, I see a, a lot of speakers. I, I re- read books, you know, and, and everybody seems to you know have a, a have a self deprecating story because everybody loves rags to riches, right? I mean, it's like, oh, look how low I was, and then I read, but. You know, so many, and I'm not saying that they're they're not all true. Everybody's got a everybody's got a you know a, a down point story, but when I when I look back at mine, <laughs> and and this is one thing. I mean, in, in addition to you know being a, a professional speaker and business consultant for many many huge corporations, I also work with uh, you know small and mid sized companies. But one of my favorite things to do is I'm also an adjunct professor, and I've been teaching in uh, MBA program and and senior level undergrads for several years. And I'll tell you one of the, one of my most, the most encouraging things that I, that I tell my students is where I actually came from right now. I am uh, in my third year in the marketing department at Cal state Fullerton, California state university at Fullerton. And that's right there in Fullerton, California. And it's right next to state college Boulevard. And I tell them that, that a number of years ago, a couple of decades ago, I was actually, I, I had my first business and I started as a graphic designer. I had a graphic design company, but I had been a philosophy major in college. And then I actually did my very first master's work in seminary. So that didn't give me a lot of training for business. I ended up uh, ended up in business as opposed to going into the ministry where I where I thought I was going to be. Still have uh, you know that 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 pastoral type heart where I love to you know help people and help help. And that was one of the problems. Yeah. I, I got out into business and I just wanted to help everyone. And whereas nowadays, you know, for for the last fifteen years, they've called me Mister Charge Higher Prices because that's what I teach. That's what I do, and I'm the expert at charging higher prices and getting your customers to thank you for it. But I'll tell you, Brian, I was Mr. Charge lower prices when I first started. And for five years, I lived sleeping on my office floor with my red Doberman, Winston. And I, I mean, I, I, I bought a, uh, I started a graphic design company. I bought a printing company that had been a, a, a vendor of mine that had supplied some of my, uh, my printing work, turned into a marketing company. We were selling stuff coast to coast and I was living in my warehouse because I could not afford a place to live. I charged such low prices, Brian, just to get the business and just to be nice to people. And, and, and I was scared to death of, of charging anything more than, than like half of what my competitors were charging. It was, it was miserable. Yeah. Oh, I can certainly understand and relate. Uh, I started ghostwriting about you know, a year and a half ago and I started by charging lower prices because I wanted and needed the business. And, uh, honestly, I, I felt like it was a good way for me to get my feet wet, but now I would never charge what I started charging then. I would never charge that now. So I can certainly understand and relate. How did you feel about having that lower price client? How did that affect your productivity, your attitude, uh, et cetera? Well, low price. I mean, I, I call him low ball, Larry. Okay. Yes. <laughs> good answer. Low ball, low ball, Larry 
uh, not only do they nickel and dime you at every at every point, but you can bend over backwards for them. And one thing they'll do is they'll never thank you. They never show gratitude because they're afraid that if they tell you what a great job you're doing or or how wonderful it is that you know your your your, your the quality of your work is amazing, they're afraid that you'll start that you'll get the idea. Oh, you can charge them more because oh, so so you get no compliments, you get no referrals from them. Of course, mm-hmm. once in a while you will. But who does Lowball Larry refer to you? Who do they look just like? Lowball Lance. Lowball Larry. Yeah, yeah. Lowball Lance. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, Discount Dan. I mean, you name it. I mean, all those guys, right? All, all their, all their, all their shoddy end friends. And so, well, while it's nice to help these people, plus here's some, here's something else. If you charge low prices and you get that kind of of clientele, they know how to do your job better than you do. And they'll have no problem letting you know. They'll tell you exactly how to do it, how to do it cheaper, why you shouldn't be charging them more, and I mean, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah. so when, once once I realized that you can start going after Rich Reggie and Rich Reggie <laughs> and his friends, well, Rich Reggie, I mean, not only do they pay top dollar, they don't nickel and dime you. They understand that price equals quality. They yeah. also understand understand that referrals are the lifeblood of a business and they love to refer you to other rich reggies and they trust you because this is how they got rich they trust you to be the expert in your field and they don't try to tell you how to do your business or do your job they trust that you're going to get it done because they know that's exactly what they do they specialize in something and that's how they succeeded so when i work with when i work with top end companies now or even some bottom end companies and help them get over that hump uh, get past the mindset of of being you know a low ball provider it's amazing what's happened in fact i've got lots of stories about about uh, some small business and mid-sized business clients that i've helped do just that it's incredible for a turnaround yeah, I had a situation yesterday where somebody was asking me for a quote to ghostwrite their book. He wanted, uh, you know, an eighty to one hundred page book, and he asked me, "So, how many days will it take you to do this?" I'm like, "How many days? It, it takes like <laughs> weeks. Let's talk about maybe a, a few months." And I said that to him, and he's like, "Oh, well, what are your rates?" And I, you know, I answered his question, thinking this guy's probably not going to be a client. And he's like, "Okay, thanks." I'm like, "Well, what did you think?" He's like, "You charge too much." Okay, bye. That's in a perfect example of what you're talking about. Someone who wants it really super quick and 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 super speedy and super cheap, but you get what you pay for. Correct, Brian. Uh, one of the one of the the most powerful things that that I teach that's easiest to to comprehend for all of my audiences, whether whether they're a multinational corporation or whether they're a, a smaller a smaller company, is the value triangle. And I always say the value triangle has three sides, good, fast, and cheap. And your customers, those are the three values they're looking for. They want, they want top quality, fabulous service, all at the lowest price. And that just cannot happen. There's no company on the planet that can offer all three. And so that guy on the phone, he wanted the highest quality, great writing, right? He wanted mm-hmm. the most fantastic service. He wanted it done in days. Yeah. And he wanted it at the lowest price. Challenge is it's not possible. Something's got to give, and you can only deliver maximum two sides of the value triangle. And once Absolutely. people understand that, they stop being taken advantage of, and they stop quoting far, far too low a price. 
Yeah, we've got maybe a minute or so to the break. So would you say that it's possible to have two of those three, but not the other? I mean, would you say, okay, so these are the three things, which one do you rather, would you rather be okay without? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you can even ask your, your client, you can say, say, I understand you want all three top quality, fantastic service and the lowest price Challenge is no one can offer all three. So in terms of what you're looking to accomplish in your business, which one of those three are you most willing to give up the best quality, the most fantastic service or the lowest price. And they'll always say, I'll give up the lowest price. And you can, you can take that to the bank. You can talk to them about this through this. And it's unbelievable the results you get once you even unpack the value triangle for them. That's awesome. We are coming up against our first break. My very special guest is Scott Sorrell. We are talking to Mr. Charge Higher Prices, and we will talk about some of his favorite strategies of getting people to pay higher prices and be happy about doing it when we come back from the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Do not go away. Be right back. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Are you stressed out? Because if you are, you're not alone. In fact, research shows that over 73% of all Americans report symptoms of stress, which is a key factor contributing to mental and physical illness. And that stress is usually related to work, money, or relationships. Up until now, the solution to combat the effects of stress have been delivered through pharmaceutical companies. But now there's a natural way to solve this problem without the harmful side effects. The Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement contains natural ingredients proven to reduce cortisol, also known as the stress hormone, which causes damage to our body. And unlike prescriptions, your satisfaction is guaranteed with a 100% money-back offer on all orders. In addition, a portion of all proceeds goes to PTSD research, and as a bonus, all purchases will include a free copy of the new ebook, The Survival Guide to Living with Stress. So get the Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement today at www.screwstress.com. Click the Amazon logo. It'll take you where you need to go. Once again, that is www.screwstress.com. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Scott Sorrell, and he is Mr. Charge Higher Prices. If you have not downloaded and subscribed to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes, please consider doing that and leaving a review. You can hear any episode. It'll come automatically to your device or your laptop or computer or wherever you're listening to this show at. You can also order the new book, Success Profiles Conversations with High Achievers on 
Amazon uh, or any other fine retailer that you care to buy your books at. I would really love and appreciate that as well. So, Scott, let's just get right to it. You are known as Mr. Charge Higher Prices, as we alluded to in the last segment. I'm sure a lot of our listeners want to know how we can do that. But first, I think it's really important to understand why don't we ask for more money than we do? Well, Brian, that's a great question. And from personal experience and from working with a lot of people over the years, I've got I've got some pretty good answers. But the the answer the, the answer to that for me was number one, I didn't know how. I already told you my educational background was in philosophy and not in business. I knew nothing about business. And fast forward to now. I have, during the past 15 years, as Mr. Charge Higher Prices, I have identified more than 80 different techniques, methods, strategies for getting customers to pay more than they thought they were going to pay, but still be happy they did so. And I'll tell you, it's those techniques I rely on because I don't, I mean, I, I know that, that, that in, in addition to not knowing what to say or how or how to ask, there, there's also that fear factor, that fear component, that lack of confidence. And I certainly had that as well. And it's something that I had to, matter of fact, I still, I mean, Brian, I, I'm, I'm really upfront. I'm really transparent with my audiences. I don't try to come across as Mr. Success, as Mr. He's always had it together, as Mr. Absolutely Confident. There are times now when I'm naming my price where my, I, I'm sweating, my knees are knocking. Of course, I don't let that show to my, to my, uh, my, my prospect. But when I name that number, I think there's no way I wouldn't pay this for myself. This is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And yet I speak the number, not because I'm confident in it, but because what led up to that number, the techniques that I used to get them to increase their perception of my value, I know from experience are so powerful that when I finally name that number, they virtually always say yes. Yeah. And it's the techniques I rely on, not some mindset and not some, you know, motivational pump myself up. Okay, I am worth it. You know what? Yeah. For me, that only lasts minutes. I mean, I can't sustain that kind of thinking. Yeah, there have been times, and I'm sure you have too, where you're thinking, I really should name a higher number. And then you just blurt out a bigger number than you thought you were going to. And you think, I can't believe I just said that. And then they say, okay. Now, what was holding me back all this time? What was I afraid of? <laughs> right. And and what's interesting is at that point, you also experience what we call the winner's curse in negotiation. Because yeah. I teach sales, negotiation, persuasion. The winner's curse is when you name the number and the other person says, okay, and you realize you left money on the table. They would have yeah. said yes to a higher number. Yes. <laughs> yes. I have felt that way. I have felt that way. So it, well, it's interesting. And I do want to ask because the question I want to get to is how do we know what a customer is willing to pay? Because you can't always judge a book by its cover. You can't always tell just by talking to someone what they're willing to pay unless they give you some kind of a clue. Like they just spent X amount of dollars on something else or they might say I had uh, X number of dollars in sales last month. And you think, oh, okay, maybe that person might be willing to pay a little bit more than I was willing to ask for. So maybe I should just test the waters and see. How do you know what a customer might be willing to pay? Right. I mean, you're talking about doing some form of driveway pricing, right? If they yes. pull up in a, in, in a high-end Mercedes, suddenly, you know, the price goes up, right? And you look in their driveway 
driveway. <laughs> you see what they're driving. So, yeah. but they, what, what I found is that ultimately it's in the questions you ask. Let me give you an example. Sure. I had I, a number of years ago when I was, when I was first starting out as a professional speaker, uh, the, the most I had been paid for a gig was my, I think my first real speaking engagement was $1,800 and my next one was $2,200. And then I received a call cause I had a, had a website. I received a call from a company that had found me that we're going to do a conference out here in Southern California and they were going to bring all their sales reps here. And they said, Hey, we're looking for some, we're, we're going to be uh, doing a three day conference. We want you to come out and speak. And basically they wanted me to speak. For, well, actually to speak for two days, uh, for two days. And their budget was about $3,000. At least that, that's kind of what I ascertained from, from, from part of the call. But I did a bunch of research. Uh, I got back to them and I researched their company, who they were, what, what kind of money they made, what kind of clients they have. Cause you know, you can do your homework and mm-hmm. then got on the phone with the national director and I had a number in mind. I wanted to, I said, okay, I'm going to charge $6,000 for this speaking engagement. And he said, and, and, and as he, and of course he asked me how much, but, but then I would say, well, you know, tell me a little bit more about your group and you know, how many, and I asked lots of questions. I kept him on the phone for about an hour and a half. And I asked genius questions. One of the things I do, Brian, with my clients, whether they're small clients or large clients is I help develop lists of genius questions. I mean, when I say genius questions, what I mean is questions that their prospect have never been asked before by anyone else, anyone else talking to. They've never even asked these questions of themselves before. And when you ask genius questions, what do you sound like, Brian? You sound like a genius. A genius, absolutely. And they assume also when you ask these great questions, they're so insightful and incisive they assume you know the answers to these questions right. and they realize, whoa, I have a master in front of me and I am but a worm. Teach me, oh master. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so after an hour and a half of asking this guy very intensive questions and of course, building value along the way, that's very important. Yes. I ended up with a contract not to speak for two days for $3,000. I ended up with a contract to speak for three hours. For $11,000. You go. That's awesome. Absolutely. And I was, now again, I had planned to charge a higher price, but because of the questions I asked and because of the way they answered them and because I started, I also asked some trial closing questions to find sure. out you know, how, 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 warm, how warm this guy was. And so finally when I named the number, it was a done deal. It was, yeah. it was amazing. And, and, and so again, I mean, it sounds kind of, it sounds kind of, uh, you know, a witty little saying, but questions are the answer because yeah. if you ask the right questions in the right amount, it's not just quality. It's also quantity, interestingly enough, based on yes. research. But I find that, uh, that, that questions are the foundation. Now, let me back up from there. Rapport is the foundation for asking questions and you cannot yes. skip that step. You have to make a personal connection. Otherwise yeah. it's just, uh, what do we call it? Just an interrogation, right? Yeah. You have to earn the right to ask. Yeah. I mean, if your first question out of the block is, uh, you know, how much do you make? Well, why, why is this your business? I mean, that's the response you're going to get. Yeah. You know, so I, I totally understand that. And I would imagine also that confidence answering questions and asking questions with confidence, like you expect a certain outcome plays a huge part in your ability to earn the right to ask for a higher number too, right? 
Oh, certainly. And, and, and for instance, when I'm on the phone, I have notes in front of me. I have pages of genius questions that I've written. And of course, when you're on the phone, they can't tell that you are reading. Right. <laughs> and you ask them confidently and, and you know exactly what to ask and nothing is blanking because you have them written down. And, and the same on, on, out on personal calls. Don't be afraid to look down at your, at your uh, notepad or look onto your laptop and ask questions that are, that are already pre-written there. One of the worst things you can do in a sales call, any kind of face-to-face interaction or voice-to-voice, is just to wing it because you'll start getting wing-it results which are very unpredictable. As yeah. soon as you start being consistent in your process, bang, predictability and high prices start happening. Absolutely. So let me ask this because sometimes when I have been in sales situations where I'm the customer and someone gives me tons of choices, it's almost like you're at a restaurant. I have a hard time deciding what I want. If I figure out, okay, I'm going to have a steak today, then I know what I want. I mean, let's talk about, you know, Baskin Robbins versus In-N-Out. Baskin Robbins, 31 flavors. I mean, how can you choose, first of all, versus In-N-Out where you have three menu choices, burgers, fries, beverage. That's it. That's it. They don't do chicken, roast beef, seafood, tacos. They don't do any of that noise. That's all. So is three the optimum number of choices or do you have a different recommendation? Well, Brian, I know we, I know we touched on this the last time we yes. did a program together and the answer is too many choices. You, you, you know, one of the, one of the classic objections, right. When, for any salesperson is what, uh, well, I have to think about it. Right. Right. And we can, we get that, you know, and we, and we realize it's a smoke screen. It's not the real objection. Either they don't have the money or whatever, but if you give them too many choices, I think I have to think about it. That's not a smoke screen. That's real. No. Man, you've given them way too much to process. So yeah, I mean, uh, the, the whole 31 flavors when I do, when, when I give a, a client a proposal, it's three, three choices because, uh, because buyers tend to gravitate to the middle of your price range. So I get, I give them now, of course I have some clients select the, at the very top. Absolutely. Some of them do. And some of them select at the very bottom because they just want to test the water, put their toe in They're unsure. Yep. But the vast majority, not just in my business, but in many businesses, uh, select the middle price range, which means as, as you and I talked last time, that if you just have a single product offering, or two product offerings, the customer will, by and large, research shows this, will choose the bottom of your price range. If, however, you add that third level at the top, and as you recall, there's a technical term for that third level, we call that the decoy. Yes. And a decoy in real life, like ducks on the water, attracts attention. It attracts the other ducks to the lake. It attracts attention. But having a decoy at the top of your price range, it attracts attention upward in your product line, upward in your offerings to where they want that. But they say, wow, that's a little, it may be too rich for my blood, but you know what? And I don't want that stripped version at the bottom. You know what? I'll I'll take the middle. Now that was, that was your plan all along. And you packed in plenty of margin to that middle price point. Yes, absolutely. We are less than a minute to our next break. I know Scott has something that he wants to give away to our audience, and I will give him ample time to discuss that immediately after the break. Uh, I don't think 30 seconds is enough time to do that justice, so I'll, I'll hold that off to the next break. We've been talking about 
Uh, is it okay to charge higher prices or not? How do we know what a customer is willing to pay? How do we justify uh, charging more and what holds us back from not doing so? I love this discussion. This is fantastic. I will ask him after the break uh, about some of the 80 ways that he gets people to pay more money and be very happy about doing so. We'll come right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We will come right back. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Scott Sorrell, and he is known as Mr. Charge Higher Prices. And Scott, you have a giveaway for our listeners. Tell us about that and where we can find it and what it is. Yeah, Brian, uh, recently I did a, I did a program in Boston and an entrepreneurial conference and you know, how many of us speakers, you know, we give away, you know, those, those little square books and everybody, Oh, this is great. They may, they may read through it and then it goes to, you know, the bottom of a pile or on a bookshelf somewhere. And I said, what, what can I give away that especially with, with what I teach, what I teach is it's not you know mindset and motivation. It's techniques. It is hardcore, actual stuff that works to get someone to pay a higher price. And I want to keep that in front of people all the time so they can review it and they can be reminded. And I said, ah, oh, a poster. So I designed a poster. It's like uh, I think it's like thirteen by twenty nine. It's a big poster, laminated it and everything. And I also, and, and it was it was hugely popular. Everybody loved this, and they hanging it on their office walls, and it's reminding them all the time how to charge higher prices, not just to do it, but how to do it. I've got, I think, four or five of my techniques on this poster, and I want to give away. Unfortunately, I can't, you know, just mail out lots of laminated posters, you know, all over the world for your listeners. But 
I can give them the PDF of this and they can print it out. And I wouldn't recommend they print it out, you know, their little eight and a half by 11 sheet. This has a lot of stuff, you know, get, just go, go down to, you know, office Depot or someplace and, you know, pay five or 10 bucks and have this printed out. It's pretty amazing, but I want to give that to everybody. And my, I had my, uh, my marketing director do a, like, like a little text opt-in thing where, uh, they'll get that link back. So all they need to do is text the word Brian poster. That's for you, Brian. Yes. <laughs> Brian poster, their first name and their email address, Brian poster, first name, email address. And the number is 206-202-0452. So they just text that information to 206-202-0452. The, the one word, Brian Poster, next word, first name, and the next, their email address. And they will have that available to download. And I'll tell you, I get so many, so much appreciation, so many compliments on this poster because it's just chock full of actual actions you can get used to get people to pay more more than they thought they were that they were going to pay it's pretty amazing that is awesome thank you so much for that and and if you did miss it we will ask that again at the end of the show or you can listen back at successprofilesradio.com or you can listen back on itunes either way so scott i want to ask is there a relationship between charging higher prices and having customers be happier Brian, that's a fascinating question. Uh, the it answer is, is yes. Uh, research, and I know that uh, one of the places they've done this research, well, they've done a couple that I'm aware of in the auto industry and the utility industry, believe it or not. People who pay more are happier with their purchase. Now, that is so counterintuitive. Everyone thinks, oh my gosh, that's, that's crazy. I'm never happy. You know what? It's it's actually not true. When you pay more, let's say you're going for a car, you buy the same car, someone else purchased, same color, same options, everything. But you paid more and someone else, you know, ground down the, you know, ground down the salesperson, nickel and dime, all the way down. Guess what? On the customer service, uh, customer satisfaction or the CSI, the, the survey they give you afterwards, people who pay more end up giving higher scores on their satisfaction level, the whole purchase and purchase experience than those who paid less. They're happier with their purchase. Isn't that fascinating? And the other, like I said, the other uh, research I looked at was because I I do, what what I do is not just, uh, you know, a whole bunch of, oh, these are my opinions on how to charge higher prices. I read PhD studies. I read scholarly articles. I get into the research and then I give that to my, to my audiences and my students as you know, as, as easy to, to understand modules because I boil it down. And and another study that I that I looked at was in the uh, in the utility industry and in electricity. Those that were paying more for electricity even were happier with their power company. It, it, isn't that crazy? It is. Wow, which, that's which means awesome. we need to get over our fear of 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 charging more because oftentimes people. When, when they pay more, they imbue the product, the service, the whole experience with greater value inside themselves yeah. because they've paid more. Yeah, and it seems like on television and in commercials and advertisements, price is the only thing that a lot of these companies talk about. It's like you're trying to create a race to the bottom. Well, once you get to the bottom, where else can you go? 
that's not going to sustain you for very long, is it? I'm living proof. Like I said, living in yeah. my warehouse, uh, it was a race to zero. And, and unfortunately I always won. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes, sometimes you don't want to win because of all the various reasons that you've already talked about. People are happy. They complain and they want free everything and they don't want to pay you for it. Yeah. So absolutely. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Great. Now you've identified more than 80 ways to get people to pay more than they thought they would. And obviously we don't have time to visit all 80 of them, but maybe a couple that might be your favorites. All right. Well, we talked about what I call raise the ceiling, yes. which is raise your price ceiling. If you just have one product or even two, you need to add a third one, raise that price ceiling. Because if you have one, or even if you have two, they will purchase at the bottom because most people don't want to bump their heads on your price ceiling. So raise that ceiling, add that decoy up on top, and it will change where people buy in your price range. So that's that's a great uh, a great uh, technique to, uh, to to use. And an, another one is when you're in and and when and and this is an this is what we might consider negotiation you know technique tactic. But at the same time, it works for all kinds of sales because a negotiation is a sale. You get it. You're trying to get the other person to agree to your point of view and to, to buy what you have to offer in terms of, uh, in, in terms of what you're suggesting uh, should be paid, you know, one way or the other. But one of the, uh, one of the, 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 the interesting things about research is that oftentimes it goes counterintuitive again. And one of those is, you know, you've, you've heard the old wisdom, Brian, that, you know, the first person to name a number in a negotiation loses, right? right. Yes. First person to name a number loses. You don't want to be, well, research shows that's exactly the opposite of true. It's not true. The now in, 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 in any, in any, negotiation situation or selling situation where you and the buyer have approximately the same amount of knowledge, you want to name the number first. Now, if you don't have the same amount of knowledge, if you really, if you don't know the value of something and you're just kind of flying blind, you don't want to blurt out that number because it may be so low that the other party will just laugh or it may be so high the other party will just laugh because your number has to pass the laugh test, yeah. we call it. But when you and the and the and the buyer are have relatively the same information, you always want to name the number first. That's called dropping the anchor. When you drop the anchor, think of it as a spectrum. Your 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 buyer wants to pay a low price. You want to charge them a high price. Well, if they drop the anchor close you know, to where they want to, you have to prove them wrong. You have to butt up against their ego and tell them why. That's not accurate and why it should be moved. Now, you may be able to get them to move it a little bit, but is it going to be anywhere close to your end of the spectrum where you wanted it in the first place? Yeah. No, not even close. Whereas when you drop the anchor, now they have to prove why you're wrong and yeah. try to get you to budge. And so research shows that whoever drops the anchor gets the final conclusion uh, cemented or anchored closer to where they're their original position was right because so, you are you are defining the terms of the negotiation when you name the first number that makes perfect sense yeah that's true and brian you just said something i, I was gonna share something else but you just said something in that last sentence that i'm going to capitalize on you okay. said you said 
terms. He set the terms. There's an old saying in business. I'll let you name your price. If you let me name my terms. I love that. Meaning if you say, well, you know, I'll only pay you 50 bucks for that. And I say, well, you know, okay. You know, I'll let you pay me $50 now. And I tell you what, but the price is really five, 5,000. So, uh, that would be, what, uh, a hundred months. Tell you what, you pay me $50 a month for 200 months, spread it way out and we'll make that happen. Well, you got the, the, you as the buyer got your $50. I end up with $10,000 long-term because right. I named the terms. And what I find, even with some of my small and mid-sized clients, uh, you know, they'll, 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 they'll sit down with me and I do, I do free consultations with people. Sometimes you know, I'll be referred to, through a friend and I, I, I just love to give, I haven't changed in that regard. And because I care, I mean, I'm, I'm a heart guy. I'm not a, I'm not a head guy. I'm not even a money guy. Um, and so I'll, I'll, I'll give them a little consultation. They'll say, Oh my gosh, you know, I, can, can you coach me? Can you consult? You know, yeah, we, we want to hire you. And I've already gotten the information on their business. I know how much they make, what the revenues are. And I look at them, I say, you know, I'm sorry, you, you can't afford me. I, I wouldn't even let you if you, if you could. You, you don't have that, that kind of money. But if it's the right company, the right product, the right person, sometimes I'll say, you know, let's, let's, let's explore some ideas here. And I will, I'll work out some kind of a deal with them where I will, you know, there might be a certain amount of cash up front. Uh, they may offer me. Uh, they, they may give me some services based on what their co- or products based on what their company does, and then on the back end, I will participate in the growth that I have helped them accelerate to. So if if I can you know, double their sales, and if I can increase their profits, take them to the roof, I'll take a small percentage of that they get the lion's share of course and that's called free money of course they're willing to share it with me so that's the terms i mean if you want to name your price which is you know uh, you know 20 or 50 percent of what i would normally charge well i'll add some terms on the back end that will make it interesting and fun and equitable for both of us okay all right we've got less than two minutes for our next break i want to ask you um about whether or not we should charge everyone the same price or not. You wrote a magazine article for Success Profiles magazine about this. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I enjoyed writing that article for uh, for your magazine there, Brian. And the answer is no. We shouldn't charge everyone the same amount for exactly the same thing. We call this, I mean, there, there are people who say, I practice pricing integrity. I charge everyone the same. Well, I call pricing integrity, pricing insanity because we've got about there's 30 no, seconds just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll talk about, we'll talk about it after yeah. break. Okay. Because yeah. you got to practice price discrimination. There's some very good reasons. The biggest companies in the world do that. Yeah, absolutely. We'll come back after the break and we will talk about the idea of whether you should charge everyone the same price for what you're doing. And Scott's surprising answer to that is no, no, no. And we will talk about no. why that's not a bad thing at all. We will come back after uh, the commercial and this is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. We will come down the stretch right after the break.
mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for a better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Heartland of the United States with quality programming. This is Tokinet Radio. It's Virgin You have probably heard about the Ring Video Doorbell app. It has a motion sensor that alerts your cell phone if someone is on your porch or rings a doorbell. All you have to do is tap your phone and you can see who is at your door and talk to them through a remote mounted camera and speaker. My husband thought this would be a good idea to have for our home. However, I had no idea he had installed it while I was out of town. Imagine how confizzled I felt when I returned home, went to unlock the door, and suddenly heard my husband's voice calling at me for from seemingly nowhere. He had installed a camera and speaker high up in a tree next to our front porch. Talk about being surprised and confused. What's another word for being confused? Clapperdoobles. It's marching Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Scott Sorrell, Mr. Charge Higher Prices. And the question that I was trying to get to before the break was, should we charge everyone the same price? Is there integrity in that? Scott, take it away. Yeah, Brian, like, like, like we said, a lot of people, they'll say, well, I charge everyone the same price because I practice pricing integrity, as if integrity has anything to do with charging people the same thing for the for, for the same uh, for the same item the the biggest and best companies in the world don't practice uh what some call pricing integrity or what i call pricing insanity uh they practice instead what's called price discrimination and i know discrimination the word gets a bad rap because of you know racial discrimination sex discrimination etc and but the word discrimination just means to 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 make a choice among different options that's all discriminate mm. means and it's neutral. So we can use it good or bad. And price discrimination means discriminate, make a, make a determination among different options what to charge someone based on their situation. For instance, I'm not going to charge a, a local nonprofit organization that wants me to speak to their board about how to get higher donations and more frequent donations for their fundraising drive uh, than I would for for a, uh, for the same, for a, a multinational, a global corporation is bringing me in to speak to their national conference to 500 sales reps who are going to go out and make the company millions of dollars as soon as they walk out the door from my seminar. 
based on what I've I've taught them. I mean, there's going to be uh, probably uh, probably a, 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 a factor of you know five or ten, you know difference. So no, I don't. And I can, I can teach them the same thing. And this isn't just for services. It's also for products because you can wrap different levels of service and product. You can change the way a product you know, looks, feels, is packaged, uh, et cetera. So uh, in, in matter of you know, putting things on sale, uh, student discounts, uh, kids eat free, those are all forms of price discrimination. They're not charging the same price, they're charging different prices for exactly the same product or service. You, you, you do it every day. Not, there's no, and there's no lack of integrity in that at all. That's how business is done. Absolutely. Let's talk about Charge Higher Prices University. This is a program that you offer to your clients. I'd love to hear more about that. Well, this is, yeah, Charge Higher Prices University is a really neat opportunity for small and, and mid-sized companies that maybe they don't have the budget, you know, to bring me in to speak to you know, a conference. So I have my, myself and my team, we do a 60-day intensive, and it's only $5,000. I mean, it is, it's, it's less than what I charge for one speech. <laughs> right. But we do this because we want to, number one, introduce these concepts to more small companies in America and throughout the world because you know we can do these things remotely as well. But I come in and completely transform what and how companies are charging and completely transform how much money they end up making. Not just revenues. I'm not revenue-driven. I'm talking about profits. So I drive profit at the bottom line. I mean, tens, you know, sometimes hundreds of times more than what they're paying me. Why? Because my stuff works. And so that's why, that's why when a company comes on board and says, hey, I'll pay five grand for 60 days and get some fantastic coaching, we actually do a lot with uh, with someone's team. So if they're interested, you know, if any of your listeners are interested in Charge Higher Prices University, they can, matter of fact, if they opted in for my poster that I talked about last segment, uh, they'll also, I think on the same landing page, also Charge Higher Prices University, they can click on there. So let me let me give 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 you that again. If, if they just text the word, all one word, Brian Poster, all one word, Brian Poster, plus first name and their email address, text that to the number 206-202-0452. That's 206-202-0452. If they text that, they'll go to a landing page that has both the poster download for Charge Higher Prices poster, as well as a link to Charge Higher Prices University. In fact, I think it, it may even say uh, January 2018 on there. Uh, we've got the next cohort coming up, and we work with a limited number of companies, So, but it's just transformative, which skyrockets profits. That's fantastic. So let me ask you this, Scott. What if someone says they cannot pay the fee that you were asking? What can you do instead of losing the deal? Well, first of all, Brian, you got to be willing to lose the deal if it's not the right deal for you. Fair enough. That's number one. You right. you have to know your walkaway number because some money is not always better than no money. Most most entrepreneurs, especially, don't understand the concept of opportunity cost. When you say yes to do business with someone and you don't make much money at it, that little bit of money you're getting is actually taking up your time, your resources, your skills that you could be using to go out and find higher paying business. And so technically you're actually giving up profit by saying yes to someone who's not paying enough. 
But if someone is not willing to pay a higher price, if they say, well, you know, that, that that's too much. Like the guy for, for your ghostwriting, Brian, you, you quoted your price and he said, oh, well, that's too much. At that point, you can either say, okay, well, nice to talk to you. Goodbye. Or you can say, well, I, I completely understand. You know, some of matter of fact, some of my best customers said that at first. Now, you can go back then and walk them through the, the values that maybe they hadn't seen. Or you can say, here's what I'd be happy to do. And with some of my clients, I do this, is I'll make an adjustment to the price based on a slight adjustment to the services. For instance, you know, these are the, these are the five things that, that are included with ghostwriting your book, but you already told me you're pretty good at, you know, editing or you're pretty good at this. Or you're pretty good at that. Why don't you handle that part of it? And I'll take over the other four or three, and then we can, we can work within your budget. I mean, that, that happens all the time. I had a, I had to replace a sewer main in my backyard, right? Mm-hmm. And so they, they wanted, they wanted $800 to just to, just to dig a two foot hole to get to the junction. I said, I can dig a two foot hole for $800. They said, okay. So they took $800 off the bill. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm more than willing to do that now to do the other, you know, seven grand of work. No, I'm gonna let them do it. But you know what? <laughs> I'll take 800 bucks for a half hour of digging. Sure. Absolutely. I, I would be absolutely happy to do that too. So let me ask, uh, influential books that you've read. I know you like to read. Absolutely. Matter of fact, let me back up. I, I would have my kids dig the hole. There you go. <laughs> Source that out so that you can focus on your area of genius. That is awesome. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, books. One, a, a great book I've read recently is called One Simple Idea by Stephen Key. It's about licensing. Most, most entrepreneurs, most inventors, they, they think they, when they come up with an idea, they have to launch this new product they've thought of all by themselves, which means product development, tooling, patenting. Uh, it means, you know, getting distribution, marketing. Most companies end up going broke doing that yeah. and they fail. But if you come up with a great idea and you find someone else who does some similar things and you license the idea to them, they will pay you for that in today's environment of what we call open innovation. The, uh, the, the old, the old uh, you know, fear of, oh, someone's going to steal my idea. Typically, that doesn't happen anymore simply because big companies now look to smaller individuals as their R&D department, and they source it out globally. So when you've got a great idea, you can actually approach a bigger company and they will license, in other words, pay rent on your idea sometimes for years at a time. And you can make millions of dollars by doing nothing at all except giving them that idea. That is absolutely amazing. I love that very much. Again, it's called One Simple Idea by Stephen Key. Stephen Key. Fantastic. Let me ask you, Scott, what is the scariest thing you've ever done? Oh, jeez. Well, you know, Brian, I... I've skydived, I've rock climbed, I've scuba dived. I've been in car accidents. Mm. And honestly, the scariest thing I've ever done, and you're going to laugh, is cold called. I believe you. Get on the phone and just pick up the phone and start randomly dialing, even targeted dialing. I am scared to death of that. Now, have I done it? Absolutely. Do I still do it? Yeah, sometimes. Do I teach it well? Oh, yeah, I'm amazing at teaching it. (laughs) Yeah. But... But it's a matter of, you know what, you have to learn how to reject rejection, you know, and not take it personally. I've heard all that stuff. 
I still, oh, it's still, it still hurts inside. And it's still, you know, I think, oh, what could I have done to, to change the, you know, to, to get a yes instead of a no, or at least get them to stay on the phone with me. But cold calling is, is not my favorite thing to do, which is why I love referrals. I love having created other marketing avenues that, again, like you say, they, they work with my genius as opposed to, and work with my strength, as opposed to trying to shore up my weaknesses, which is a great way to waste a lot of time and lose a lot of money. Absolutely. Less than three minutes until the end. Here's the question I ask everyone, Scott, who inspires and motivates you? Oh, man. You know, for years, I reflect on this, the late, great Jim Rohn. Yes. I mean, I was, I was, uh, I listened to his, you know, back in the day, I listened to his cassette tapes and listen to his still listen to him on youtube now i was one of the last people to introduce him on stage when i finally got to meet him before he passed away oh. i'll tell you a man who just impacted my life tremendously and that is from a mindset standpoint he did affect my mindset That's um, fantastic. But, yeah but now it's uh you know i take that mindset and carry it forward with charge higher prices techniques for getting people to say yes at higher prices because you got to have the techniques and the skills mindset and confidence will not carry the day. Absolutely. We've got just over a minute until the end, Scott, how can we take advantage of your giveaway once again? All right. Well, my charge higher prices poster, it's a PDF download it. Uh, by doing a text opt in uh, text the word, uh, in honor of Brian K Wright here, the word Brian poster with your first name and Text it to, or and your email address, Brian Poster, first name, email address to 206-202-0452. And you'll also have an opportunity to uh, explore Charge Higher Prices University, the 60-day intensive. Because, Brian, I didn't mention this, but I did the math the other day. I have increased companies' uh, sales by more than $5 billion. And not sales, I mean profits by more than $5 billion over the past 15 plus years. That's amazing. That's, uh, I, I love being able to talk about results, not just about activities. Fantastic. And we're coming up to the end. You can also find Scott at salesadrenaline.com. And thank you, Scott, for being here. It was an honor and a privilege to have you here once again, my friend. Brian, also chargehigherprices.com. That's uh, that's our new site for my, uh, my speaking. So chargehigherprices.com is another great place to go. Awesome. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. This has been Success Profiles Radio. Join us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, where I interview another world-class success, learn what they did, how they overcame, and the lessons we can learn. Until next week, you all have a great one, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success.